now we're rolling damage plan mma podcast i'm jason as always my co-host the voice of mma in utah mr zach partridge dude what i really up, like i really like these shirts i like them too the guy who made them doesn't suck so last night zach and i got to go do a, a free class over at gladiator fight academy they're running free free classes for the whole month of february you're crazy if you don't go check it out Minot is crazy a fabulous coach Cole Schaefer's there getting his work in for his fight on April 30th, the Fierce Fighting Championship. And, you know, we had a handful of people stop through the other night. Yeah. And, you know, it's really ironic. We bumped into Kendrick Wolf, came and did the class with us. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, what's weird is the, a guy that I did my jiu-jitsu competition, who I lost to in the jiu-jitsu competition. I that saw I did, that. Yeah. He popped in, and he's like, yeah, I've never done striking before, but while classes are free, I figured it'd be a good time to see if I like it. I was like, yeah, yeah. that's cool. And so we got to talk a little bit. Man, yeah, it was, it was fun. They have um, you. You had to leave early, um, but they had jujitsu after. And Gustavo Rodriguez, a bunch of his guys, he wasn't there. Um, but Gustavo's class was was getting ready to happen right after we were done with our Muay Thai class. But great class. Yeah, Gladiator Fight Academy. Yeah, really, really, really fun class. Yeah. The not the not the way he teaches and breaks things down. They're very good. Very good, yeah. Very good instruction. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. My knee doesn't, but I did. Well, um, I'm being a baby. Big boy pants on. I'm being a baby. Yeah, put your, put your big boy pants on. Guess what, baby? What? You know what it's called? What? We're we're good friends, right? Yeah. Sympathy pain. I'm going through fight camp. Guess what? That's Nothing's what healthy on me right now. Sympathy pain. Yeah, that's what I want. Hey, so you uh, get my sympathy pain that I'm having sympathy pain with my pregnant wife. Oh yeah. No, she's yeah. been dude, she's great. She's such a trooper through it. Well, she's done it three times, right? So she's, yeah, she knows what's four. going on. Just number yeah. four. Yeah, she's she knows the routine now. She's got it down. Oh, we'll be there. We'll, we'll be, be back, there Tess. Again. We will be back. Um Tomorrow, uh, Sheree and I are going up to Layton, the Naga tournaments tomorrow. So we're going to go up to Layton and support all of our Sierra MMA teammates that are. Naga's in Layton? Yeah. How did I not Layton. know about this? I, I didn't know it either. I just looked at the thing. I don't know where it's at in there. I just looked at the poster and saw Layton, and that's all I saw. Probably at like the Davis Conference Center or something. Yeah. It should be what fun. Uh, I think the kids start around 9 or 10. and then So the adults... why don't you come to 10 a.m. Jiu-Jitsu at one hit and then bounce over there? You guys don't have showers there, do you? No. Of course, I'm not going to be rolling that hard anyways. One, you're not going to roll hard. Two, you could always come to my house. I might do that. I might take you up on that. You could come to my house. I might take you up on that. Yeah, I might do that. Um, We got a fight card tomorrow. We have bunches of fights. We got a bunch of fights tomorrow. We got two local people fighting on Bellator tomorrow night. We have Deanna Bennett and Bobby King. Both people, both of them have been on the podcast. Deanna Bennett multiple times. I think Bobby's been on a couple times too, right? He's been on once two. for sure, maybe once twice. for sure. Um, so shout out to both of them. By the way, um, for entertainment purposes only, betting odds wise, they're both underdogs, and I think oh, they're very live underdogs. I think so too. Like not just live underdogs. Like so, my good friend, I'll keep anonymous, just pointed out. Deanna Bennett is an underdog, and she's fighting Justine Kish, who has yeah. zero ground game. Deanna's and really good on the ground. I shouldn't say zero ground game, but probably not. 
she's not on the level of Deanna Bennett on the ground. I think Deanna will you ready for this? Are there props up for Deanna by submission? Uh, I don't think there's any props on the Bellator, but you can get Deanna at plus money right now. And I am putting in that bet as we are recording. For this entertainment podcast. purposes only. For entertainment purposes. We are in Utah. Um, yeah. And then Bobby King is a plus 240 underdog. Too much experience. Huh? Give me the experience from Bobby King. The guy's 6-0. and oh. He's legit. Don't get me wrong. No, it's not just 6-0. and oh. It's so he's a leg locker, right? He's a jiu-jitsu pr- practitioner. Yeah, he won his last fight by Eminari rolling into a leg lock. Like 11 seconds in. Yeah, like, which is really cool and all. But guess what? If anybody remembers when Bobby fought Samson yes. at the Maverick Center, they were – while Samson was trying to leg lock Bobby, Bobby was trying to leg lock Samson back too. Bobby is very good on the ground. Everybody I, knows he can strike and knock people out. Yeah. He does not get enough credit for how good his jiu-jitsu is. And very good. I think Bobby wins. I like, I really like, I'm not just, it's not like a, Hey, we're cheering for him. Like, I hope he wins. Like I'll maybe, you know, put a couple dollars on him. Cause he's a local guy and whatever. No, I think he wins. I, I legit think he has a dang good shot. Like, yeah. The, uh, we also have tomorrow night, which I'm really not interested in bare knuckle, but I do want to watch Mike Perry and I do want to watch Chad Mendez make his debut. Like I, I yeah, somebody just commented on your thoughts on BKFC. Like, I, you know, we're, we've said it before on the podcast. We're not huge fans of bare knuckle, but I'm intrigued by Mike Perry and Julian Lane, Mike Perry, that, that those are the type of people. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby, Dude, that, Bobby that, fight was, Siler. that was a phenomenal fight because the first round, it almost looked like he was off, but you could tell he was just trying to get his timing down. And when he came out for that second round, it was like, okay, I got his timing down. And he he looked phenomenal in that fight with Siler. Phenomenal. Yeah, don't don't sleep on that. I like Sometimes those plus two forty. It's nice to have kind of the, like the local inside scoop and watch some of those guys regionally and know just how good they are. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this guy catches him because he's that good. And, and if he is, tip your hat to him. Um, my money's on Bobby. I'm taking the plus 240. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. saying. Just um, saying. So, no, but what I was saying, like, my, like, bare knuckle boxing was made for berserkers like Mike Perry and Julian Lane to fight each other. Yes. 100%. Like, that's where it's like, okay, those are two dudes that should be in bare knuckle boxing. Like, that's something I'm interested in. Yeah, I'll watch those. I'm going to watch those two. There's Chad a, Mendes, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like it. But I can't think of many, very many people that I'd rather stand across a circle ring or whatever it is across than Chad Mendez. He is. He looks mean hitting those pads. He looks. I saw it live when we were out in California hitting hitting pads, and it's terrifying. Like it was, <laughs> it's terrifying. What's scarier, Chad Mendez or watching the nod? Watching the nod last night was pretty scary. The way he moves and the way he kicks, he's just like effortless with it. It is crazy. You can't beat that price. Oh, come on, Dutch. We know you're not paying $4.99. Come on, bro. And if you are, you're paying $4.99 too much. Hit up your boys, Dutch. We got you back. Um, yeah, man. He the way he moves is like a little cat. We were doing foot footwork drills last night, right? For our for stand-up. And he's so explosive. He's just, yeah. So yeah, this is really what I have this envision. Ever since he came on the podcast and talked about playing uh playing uh college basketball 
I could just see him going up for a rebound and grabbing it and somebody else trying to get it and him be like, with an elbow or something, you know? Rod, Rod, came. Rod was there last night too. Rod's, yeah. Rod, Rod and Kendrick stopped in. Yeah, it's a good, good time, man. Yeah, I don't want to be in All I can see now when I see the nod, like throwing elbows, I'm like, could you imagine that guy getting a rebound or in the post? Should I keep that up? Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, we take that down. <laughs> you have to go back. It's on there. It's on We're there, though. We're staying far away from Dana White's watch list. I can tell you that right now. BG's going to get canceled. He's not going to have you got to be careful. Dana's coming he's, after us streamers, dog. He's not going to have any social media. The only thing scarier is Kelton saying, it's okay, bud. Oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, shout out to Jarrett. He's out in Tennessee right now. Uh, good luck. Um, yeah. So there's two people from your gym, right? Uh, Daisy? Daisy. Da- yeah, yeah, Daisy's out there getting her first uh, experience, which is good nice. for her. Like, that's been fun. Uh, yeah, you know, Dutch, when – so here's the thing. People don't know about Jarrett. I, I just have to I just have to address that. Um, he's the only person from Texas I've ever met that doesn't care about football. That's crazy. He, he, you want to talk about tough guy. Like, you know, you know what he did before MMA and kickboxing? What's- what bull riding i was i i literally i swear i was gonna say he did bull riding i've been watching yellowstone so yeah that was yeah that's tough anybody still follows that sport i don't know if anybody does but like only the toughest of tough dudes do that and just like he's like just this like throwback right like still like he's on social media but doesn't totally like he like like he doesn't copy and paste things. He just screenshots it and posts it, you know, kind of, yeah. like, kind of does some like some stuff like that. He's just like a throwback still. Like he's like an old school cowboy, like put a yeah. hat on and put a, some straw in his mouth and, and take off his Wranglers and beat somebody up. You got to watch Yellowstone. You I'm not watching watch Yellowstone, dog. I'm it's telling you, I'm telling you, everybody that's listening is going to tell you the same thing. It's a good freaking show, man. Yeah, you know it's what? Good, you know what? Everybody else, you're gonna be where I'm. I might wear a cowboy hat and cowboy boots to your fight. Just saying, just then, saying, then just go, saying. Go you never know. Tony. You never know. Go cheer for Tony then. <laughs> no, uh, you. Um. Yeah, so yeah, so man, you lost my train of thought. I had a good. I had a good one there, but yeah, no, Jared's yellow stuff. Team Fiji. Fiji. Team Fiji. Oh, you wait, know what? Wait, I was wait. Say time out. No, 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 no. Fiji has spoken. Fiji has spoken. Respect the Fiji. Fiji. Respect the Fijian. Okay, I, I won't. I won't say what I was going to say. So, okay, we'll leave it at so, that. No, you know what else? <laughs> everybody's telling me that I have to watch what Game of Thrones. Guess what? My life is fine without it. I like Game of Thrones too. Everybody's like, you have to watch Game of Thrones. I've never watched an episode well, of it. it. Guess what? My life's fine without it. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. It's not for everybody. Like it's it's not for everybody. What was the other show? Lost. Everybody in the world watched. Oh, Lost. I. I didn't get into and Lost. Like, mm, and guess what? Mm-mm. Lost Friends. I didn't get into Friends. Okay. Like, well, like, now you're missing out on stuff. Like, friends I, is great. I was too busy watching watching Martin. Watch watch it either. Martin. Martin Lawrence. Martin. <laughs> oh man. Should we break down this card tomorrow night? I think we should just keep bickering about TV shows. <laughs> TV shows. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. All right. We're I talking. I got a text message from my uncle. Yellowstone is awesome. I hey, told you, um, man. Hey, uh, Mike. Thanks. Um, no. Shout out to my uncle Mike. Hillary's telling me I gotta watch Friends. Okay, maybe I'll watch Friends because Hillary recommended it. 
It's, she's good at recommending, but it's true. All I do is watch fights in the old seasons of the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, all right, let's break down these fights. First up in the bantamweight division, we have Mario Batista versus Jay Perrin. Batista is eight and two, stands five foot nine with a sixty nine inch reach. Perrin Savage is ten and four, stands five foot seven with a sixty nine inch reach. Uh, looking at the odds here, it looks like uh, Batista is a pretty heavy favorite at minus 365. The comeback is plus 280 on Perrin making his UFC debut. Yeah, Perrin, I just don't think he's that level. Like last time he got on Contender Series, he lost. Um, give me Mario Batista. I'm in. I, I can't even really break that one down. I, I, I'm always, usually always going to go with the guy that has the experience. Yeah. Uh, next up. In the featherweight division, we have Jonathan Pierce against Christian Rodriguez. Pierce is 11 and 4, stands six foot tall with a 71 and a half inch reach. Rodriguez, 7 and 0. He stands five foot seven with a 71 inch reach. Um, another another kid making his UFC debut. He was on the contender series. Yeah. About four four months ago. Yeah. Um, Pierce wins. This is another one. Another odds are pretty much the same in this one. Are these these are short? Are these are those two by any chance short notice? I can't. Uh, doesn't show on the. Oh yeah, Pierce. Uh, Pierce fight short notice. Rodriguez is short notice. Yeah. Um. Who did you know? Dos, Dos Anjos and Fazeev was supposed to be on this card. Yeah. Then I they, they moved it to the co-main for the Colby Covington Jorge Masvidal. I cannot wait for that fight. Um. All right, let's get back to breaking this down. Next up in the bantamweight division, we have Jesse Strader versus. Chad and Heliger and Heliger and Heliger. That's how you say it. Chad oh, and Heliger. He is five and two, stands five foot seven with a 70 inch reach. That's straighter. And Heliger is 11 and five, stands five foot eight with a 64 inch reach. So straighter, huge reach advantage. Um, you know, funny little tidbit on this. Um, Give us the tidbit. And Heliger actually started his pro MMA career two and five. And he's won his last nine, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, won his last nine fights, but started two and five. So if anybody out there that thinks it's over after a couple losses, look at Chad. Well, here, and well here's the thing, too. He lost two, won two. Cool. Dr. Stoppage, knockout. And then he loses to three straight submissions. Yep. To me, it looks like he had a deficiency – he took two years off. Yep. And he's been on a streak ever since. Yep. So he stepped away, fixed what he needed to fix, and then now he's run up a win streak. I like him in this spot to keep winning. You know, I I, I actually think this is going to be a really good fight. I I look, I watch I I'm like, not laying minus 160 on this, though. No, he's minus 260. Or 260. Yeah, I actually kind of like Strader. Strader took a loss in his UFC debut on short notice against Montel Jackson. Um, but he came in with a little bit of hype. He was a good striker. Um, I, I think the odds should be a little bit closer. I do like Anheliger is a little bit scrappier. Um, he actually, his his ground game looked pretty good. He fought, uh, who did he fight on the contender series? Oh, that, he he lost, he won a split decision against Gavruov. Furov. Anyways, he fought a wrestler and he he did phenomenal. So I think the odds are a little out of whack. I wouldn't mind sprinkling a little bit on straighter. I won't, but my pick is N Helliger. Yeah. All that, all that for N Helliger. 
next up in the women's strawweight division, we have Diana Belbita, the Warrior Princess, against Gloria De Paula. Uh, Belbita, fourteen and six, stands five foot seven with a sixty-eight inch reach. De Paula, five and four, she stands five foot five with a sixty-seven and a half inch reach. Two two young, two young lions stepping in the cage. Lioness, lionesses. I like Deanna and I like her experience in this fight. I do too. I think she's, I think that that height and reach, which is only a half an inch reach, but uh, I really do like her, her striking with the kickboxing background, but DePaula's, I, I think this is pretty much, uh, the odds are a pretty much a coin flip. I like DePaula's or uh, not DePaula's. Uh, DePaula? I, I like, I like Diana. Diana. Boom. All right, we're there. We're the same on those two. Uh, next up in the featherweight division, we got Chaz Skelly against Mark Strigel. Skelly is 18 and three, stands five foot 11 with a 73 and a half inch reach. Striegel is 18 and three. He stands five foot eight with a 70 inch reach. This one, uh, welcome to the UFC for Strigel in his last fight a year and three months ago. Against Saeed Nurgamedov, Nurgamedov. Welcome to the UFC. <laughs> I'm having a really hard time on this one. I am too. I think this is a really, really close fight. I'm actually leaning underdog in this one. I'm, I'm leaning uh, straggle on this one. Dang it! So am I. I. I really am. I just. But does Chaz Skelly's experience and how long he's been in the UFC? He's been very inactive lately, but I, I feel like. I, Feel like that could get it done though. He's gonna be well. His nickname's the Scrapper. He's he's definitely scrappy. Um, but I think you'll see an approved straggle. I'm gonna go with straggle. I'm gonna take the underdog in this one. I we do Lamont, and I'm always winning. Actually, not this year. Actually, since the beginning of the year, I got to give you credit. Zach has been kicking my butt this year. You've been on it. 2022. Yeah, I'm crushing it. You are crushing Lamont, it. Just slide into the DMs. I'll give you my picks. It's all gone. <laughs> it's all good, man. Oh, yeah. You, you've you been on one. Your picks last, what were you, like five and two last week? I'm six your, and two, uh, sir. Six and two on official picks. For yeah. entertainment purposes only, six and yes. two. If you would like some more information on that, slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. So we're both on Striga. We're both taking underdog on this one? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Ooh. All right, next up in the Bantamweight. That one could be fighting the night, though. I really, it really could. Like, that could it's be, be uh, Next up in the Bantamweight division, we got Jessica Rose Clark versus Stephanie Egger. Uh, Clark is 11 and 6, stands 5'5 five five with a 67 inch reach. Egger is 6 and 2. She stands 5'6 with a 68 inch reach. Who do you like in this one? I like Smart Water. Smart Water. How this much water doesn't do anything for me? Uh, Jessica Rose Clark for experience wins this fight. I think. I'll, I'll, I'll. I just think I'll, she's a little bit better everywhere. I'll follow you on that one as well. Uh, next up in the featherweight division, man, there's a lot of featherweight fights on this one. Uh, Gabriel Benitez against David Onami. Benitez is 22 and nine stands five foot eight with a 71 inch reach. Onami, the silent assassin, eight and one stands five foot eleven with a 74 inch reach. Both guys Onama, coming off. Both guys coming off losses. Onama by murder. You think he murders him? Yep. Murder, you say? So you remember he his loss came to Mason Jones, and Mason oh, and Jones he, is the is the 
the future, like one of the, the he gave him fits. And he gave him fits, and he gave Mason Jones all he can handle. And Mason Jones is supposed to just be the next coming of Connor or whatever from Europe, right? Yeah. And Renama took it on short notice, remember? Took it on short notice at 155, and he he gave him fits. I think Renama is the stud, and I'm all over it. Like, that's like my – that is my – pick of the day like at minus 160 that's a gift so still there let's check it let's check the other odds and see if we're still close to there oh nami is yeah he's minus 165 five dimes has him yeah 160 minus 160 all right next up in the middleweight division we have yoquin buckley against abdul razak al hassan uh, Buckley is 13 and four, stands five foot ten with a 76 inch reach. Al Hassan is 11 and four, stands five foot ten with a 73 inch reach. Both guys uh, coming off of wins in their last fights. I think they were on the same card. No, they were a couple weeks apart. They had a nice little uh, interaction at, at the weigh-ins this morning. Did you watch it? No, I haven't. Yeah, I think it was Buckley gave him like a, I don't know if it was a birthday card or he gave him a card and he's like, I'm still going to knock you out though. And they were just, yeah, just a little all respect thing. It was, it was kind of cool. What do you like in this one? So I hated Abdul Razik. Oh. Then I remembered his last fight, I picked against him. And he won. He looked good. And he knocked out homeboy in 17 seconds. Yep. Yep. He knocked out the guy that Buckley lost to by a head kick uh, last year, last January. Buckley lost to D. Sirico and uh, Al Hassan KO'd him. I'm going to go Al Hassan on this one. Yeah, I am as well. So I I am friends with Yokon Yaquan Buckley on Facebook. Not Are that you? that means anything. Yeah, but I just like to kind of follow what he does, right? Like, yeah, I'll yeah, add yeah. anybody, anybody that's a UFC fighter, pro fighter, whatever, I'll add them. Yeah. I like to see what they're doing, what kind of content they're posting or whatever. I think Yaquin Buckley is more interested in becoming like a personality. I think he trains hard. I know he's, I've seen he's down in Extreme Couture training with like Chris Curtis and them. Yeah. He's getting good work in, but he's also was like up in Detroit without like, fluky like self-defense guy oh, doing geez. stuff and like he's just kind of all over the place i don't know how focused he is on fighting because of that i'm not super confident in it because i've also seen al hazan just get wrestled to that's death true by that's Malcolm. True. which is weird because his his uh fight name is judo thunder wouldn't that think he'd be you know he'd know a little judo I kind of hate that fight name. I do too, but he's a Fortis MMA guy, so I'm going with him. Gosh, I, you know, I, I guess I'll take. No, you know what? I'm going Buckley. Going no, Buckley? I'm going Buckley. Buckley wins. Official, just a pick or official pick? Uh, just pick. Like, I, I wouldn't bet. I, you wouldn't bet both of you. these two have heckle and Judd. I've seen them both look really good, and I've seen both of them not. So, yeah. all right. Next up in the oh, excuse me. lightweight division, we have Jim A. 10 Miller against Nicholas Mota. 
Uh, Miller is 33 and 16. Sands five foot eight with a 71 inch reach. Nicholas Mota is 12 and three. He stands five foot nine with a 70 inch reach. Dude, how do you bet against Jim Miller? I was about to say, you already know who I'm picking, dog. Oh, man. I just like, can you, I mean, I mean, I know this kid's, you know, there's a lot of hype around this kid. He's got a, got a contender series win. He's got a good record. But, dude, you're throwing him in against Jim Miller. I, I can't pick against Jim Miller right there. This is kind of the, hey, is this kid going to be legit or is he just going to be just another guy on the roster? Because if he beats Jim Miller, that, that's pretty impressive. Your UFC debut? Like, if you beat a guy UFC like that? debut? Yes. I'm that's what I'm saying. Jim Miller. I am too, but if he if he Mota does somehow pull it off, you got to give this kid credit. Well, you give him credit, but it's like I like I think the experience alone overcomes a lot. Like you have to have some serious attributes to beat somebody like Jim Miller on your UFC debut. Yeah. Um, yeah, give me Jim Miller. All right, but, Jim Miller it is. Next up in the heavyweight division, the big boys, Parker Porter against Alan Baldot. Porter is 12 and 6, stands 6 foot tall with a 75 inch reach. Badat is 8 and 2, stands 6 foot 3 with a 79 inch reach. So the Black Samurai has a 3 inch height advantage and a 4 inch reach advantage. Parker Porter is a minus 270 favorite. Comeback is plus 220 for the Frenchman, the you Black ready? Samurai. Yeah. You ready? You ready? Yep. yep. This fight sucks. But who do you like? Parker Porter. Parker Porter, baby. The samurai is not very good. He got brought in as a sacrificial lamb for Tom Aspinall, and he got he a four-fight deal. And as soon as that four-fight deal is over, he's getting cut and going back to Japan. I am uh, I'm with you on that one, Parker Porter. Um, next up in the middleweight division, we got Kyle Dawkins versus Jamie Pickett. Dawkins is 10-2. and two. He stands 6'3 with a 76-inch reach. Pickett. 13 and six, he stands six foot two with an 80 inch reach. Um, Doc is a pretty big favorite, minus 285 to come back, plus 224. Pickett. Pickett's on a nice little two fight win streak. What? Pickett's on a nice little two fight win streak. Okay. You think he beats Docus? No. I think Docus is going to be too much for him. I think Docus puts him away in, inside two rounds. How about that? They did this at a catch weight at 195. Yeah. Now. Well, it's because is it a short notice? Yeah, Dawkins was supposed to fight um Julian uh, Marquez. Julian Marquez, yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, so he's filling in. That's good. They still keep the fight together. You know, hey, good for Jamie Pickett. You yeah. know, he just beat Joseph Holmes last month. He he didn't look bad, but Holmes gassed really bad in that fight. Very bad. But yeah, Dawkins, I I Dawkins just murders him all right main event time johnny walker against jamala hill walker is 18 and 6 jamal jamal hall jamal hall can we just say jamal jamal hill i'm not mad walker is 18 and 6 and six foot six with an 82 inch reach man he's huge for a light heavyweight against jamal hill sweet dreams is nine and one stands six foot four with a 79 inch reach those are some big, light heavyweights, dude. What do you think those guys weigh when they step in the cage tomorrow afternoon? Say that again. What do you think those? What do you think they're going to weigh in? Two twenty? Twenty-five? Two thirty? Those are those are big, light heavyweights. Johnny Walker's huge. How he makes two hundred five 
I have no clue. No idea. Yeah. But remember when we thought like, oh, this guy could maybe beat John Jones. Yeah. Um, um, He's missing something. I don't know what it is. I was just going to say, there's something just missing with him that makes me not want to pick him. Yeah. I, like, does he have all the tools to win this fight? Sure. Possibly. He's explosive. He's this and that. Now, by the way, this is another one. I'm not convinced Jamal Hill wins. Walker's yeah. shown that he can be explosive and catch people with stuff. Hill's pretty solid, though. Hill is pretty solid. You don't beat guys like OSP the way that Hill did without being, you know, like, that's a guy that's like, he's a future contender in my eyes. Where Johnny Walker looks to me more like the fun guy that really might not ever get anywhere. Like, yeah. His ceiling is maybe like seven or eight in the rankings, where I feel like Jamil Hill can legit turn into a contender. Yeah, he beat Jimmy Crute in his last fight. In the first round. Yeah, 48 seconds into the first round. So, yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I feel pretty good about picking Hill, but I mean, Walker's dangerous, though. So it's like tread lightly, but I feel like Hill wins. I'm kind of, feel, I'm feeling that too. I, I'm going to pick Walker just to disagree with you. I'm not, <laughs> not betting. I just want to disagree with you on the main event because it's fun. Just so you know, too, I do pretty well with DraftKings. You've been doing very well. Do one, one last week with DraftKings. This is not a DraftKings friendly card because we all yeah. know we need underdogs in DraftKings. And there's not just, a, there's just not enough underdogs that have enough value to, 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 to do it. So, yeah, yeah. There you go. All That's right. it. That's my expert analysis, my quote unquote expert analysis. So the whole March 19th card just got dropped. Yeah. What else do we got on that card? Our boy Eric Munoz is back after his big win. Nice. Eric Munoz is back. You gotta give the guy props. Lost six fights in a row. Yeah. Fights an opponent that missed weight by almost 20 pounds. Yeah. Fights a heavyweight, beats him. You know, takes a beating to his leg with leg kicks. Yeah. Beats him. And now he's turning back and 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 running it back with the guy who he made his he beat in his pro debut. Like I dig it. Uh he's just, he's just one of those fighters, fighters, man. The guy just wants to fight. But okay. Doesn't care okay. who it is. Real, real quick though. Real yeah. quick. You you gotta give props to Steel Fist for this one. Making I mean, this is this is this is the best 155 amateur fight in the country. Oh, hands down. Hands down. You you have you have 6 and 0 Cole Faust against 5 and 0 Isaiah Diggs and they're bringing yeah. Isaiah Diggs in from out of from out of state and you know, he's yeah. got he's got good credentials since too. And I've heard it, you know, everybody knows like I love Cole. He's he's a training partner, he's a personal friend, he's you know, like he's cornered me in fights. I, I was in his corner his last fight. Like I, I, I consider Cole one of my best friends. He's very, very close. Um, but and I've heard people say things like I, silly things, right? Silly, silly things. Like when is he going to get tested? This and that. Are you get kidding me? He's been last year old fighting grown men. He's been been getting tested the whole time. Dude One. took a short short notice fight up a weight class and Calvin Barrett had twenty five plus pounds on him. And, right. and no disrespect to Calvin, but I mean, yeah, I mean, and twice as many fights, three times as many fights. You know, pa- and pass that test with flying colors. You yeah. know, he just continues to impress. And just so you know, just so others know, if there's no, 
you know, just to get, don't get it twisted. Cole will fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. I've heard names come out of Cole's mouth of people, of pros that he's willing to fight. They would, oh, yeah. would shock. I've heard him. I've heard him. <laughs> you, you know, they, it would shock people. And he doesn't just say says it. He means it. So, you know, come out, support local MMA. March 19th is going to be a fun night. Come support me. Come support my teammates. Me, Cole, and Ammon, and Norby, my guy, making his MMA debut. Well, Norby. Um, you know, like – we're, we're all going to be there, but come, but again, you know, not to take anything anyway from anybody else in the card, come treat yourself to, to probably the best amateur, amateur lightweight fight. That's going to happen in 2022 in the whole country. Yeah. Two, two, the top, the top five guys in the U S right now, or is it the West? Is it the West or the West? But the I West. mean, still, dude, I'll put Cole, I'll, I'll put Cole Faust against anybody at 155 you know every fight that i've seen him fight it's like okay is he gonna get tested this time because he's he's fought some legit guys and dude the, the kid just he, he checks all the boxes puts in the work he grinds he'll fight anybody he'll he fight good. anybody so he recovers so if for if anybody thinks that he's quote-unquote not getting tested it's kind of ridiculous you know what tell the people that he thinks should be testing him to take the fights because i promise you they've been offered it and they turned it down yeah he'll fight anybody yep I agree. Should be a fun night. It's going to be a fun night. The question is, are you going to get the finish, Mr. Partridge? 1,000%. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. Is that two it for rounds. the day? We done? Already? What? Are we done for the day? Yeah. 35 that was a short, that was a short one. Oh, that was a short and one. I've been drinking tons of water, so I got to pee. So you got to pee. All right, we're out of here. We'll let you guys go. We'll see you guys on Monday for the recap. We are... It's unnatural.